Ransomware is an ever-present danger. The last year has seen an escalation in ransomware attacks, which continue to put organizations between a rock and a hard place. I'm speaking today with Michael Viscuso, who's CTO for the endpoint detection and response company Carbon Black. Well, thank you for joining us, Michael. Uh, thanks for having me, Jeremy. Appreciate it. So we've seen a number of mass market ransomware attacks over the last year, including WannaCry and NotPetya. Do you expect that we'll see ransomware attacks at that sort of same scale next year? Uh, Jeremy, I absolutely expect uh, us to see uh, an increase even beyond what we've seen in 2017 into 2018. Uh, the market for ransomware has uh, increased over 4,000% from 2015 to 16, um, and then also from 16 to 17. And the business around ransomware is, as you might imagine, simply booming. Uh, so until we as defenders uh, do a better job of preventing these ransomware attacks, uh, we can expect that this business to be very um, popular among cyber criminals. And that's interesting. I mean, going into defenses, uh, what do you think the state of play is as far as defenses? And do you think organizations are improving or are we still just as vulnerable? Well, we're certainly still as vulnerable. I mean, I, I think um, when we look at security and we boil it down to simple IT hygiene of data backup and patching, um, you know, they sound a lot easier than they, than they really are to implement. Um, you know, one of the interesting things about ransomware, though, is we see with our business is that ransomware is one of the first types of attacks that whose impact is very obvious. And it's given security professionals and IT professionals a common ground to talk, uh, to speak, whereas previously there was a little bit of a disconnect. So our hope is that um, despite the impact, the negative impact that ransomware has had on organizations, we start to see positive benefits in some of the more uh, IT hygiene-related activities like patching and data backups uh, in the coming years. That's interesting. And because these attacks are so visible, uh, you know, in the sense that there was a lot of universities that had to come out, for example, in public hospitals, that they, they basically, you know, this wasn't something that could be swept under the rug. It, it disrupted their services immediately. Do you think that's kind of made a lot of people sit up and go, oh, right, you know, this could play out very publicly if we play this wrong? Yeah, yeah. What's interesting is that you know I've built my entire career on on security, and um, you know we continue to uh, to evangelize to organizations about the impact of having a breach. Um, but a lot of times these organizations don't even know that they are breached. Uh, you know, theft of intellectual property uh, continues uh, in a covert way. And organizations just don't really understand that they've been breached or the true impact of the breach until it's far too late. When you look at ransomware, it's a much different scenario. It's, it's, it's a choice of the attacker uh, and how they want to maximize the benefit of their success to, to deploy ransom um, because they don't have to. They can uh, use that device for any number of means. But um, ransomware is certainly very popular. And again, the impact is much more obvious. And so uh, I think really uh, what this is is a call to action for many organizations because it's so obvious uh, to, to the end user and so disruptive. But ultimately, it's just a choice. I think that's one of the big things that um, previous, uh, previous to ransomware, it was tough for security professionals to communicate, is that these attackers, when they compromise the system, have a choice to do almost anything 
and um, ransomware is one that makes it very obvious uh, what the uh, what the impacts could be. And so a lot of the advice is around you need to be prepared for this. You need to draft an incident response plan. Do you know if ransomware is figuring into those plans? You know, what we're seeing with our customers is that uh, when specifically associated with ransomware, the incident response plans are much more uh, geared towards automation uh, because when a um, an attacker decides to deploy a ransomware package, uh, you typically don't have a whole lot of time between the time you detect and the time you respond. And so pulling out the paperwork and reading the, the checklist and going through the checklist manually, by the time you by the time you do all that, you, you you've already lost the battle. So specifically as it relates to ransomware, what we're seeing is that organizations are um, taking much more automated actions in response to ransomware, even if it may mean some disruption to the business. For instance, uh, taking a domain controller offline uh, or isolating it from the network historically was not something that uh, that a incident response plan would include because the disruption to the business would be so high by taking that domain controller offline. Whereas in the face of ransomware, uh, the reality is is that the the impact of the business is already going to be high if the ransomware executes, and so companies are much more willing to take an automated and aggressive action in their incident response plan in the face of ransomware. And so uh, there's a big debate going on now about uh, whether you should pay a ransom, and we know that the you know FBI and other law enforcement agencies are advising companies like, look, if you do get infected, do not pay because it perpetuates these sort of schemes. But there's another view that uh, says that this may just be a cost of business and for companies that don't have backups and that haven't prepared properly and that need to get back to business, it, that might be the perhaps the quickest avenue. Uh, what are you sort of hearing from companies and organizations around that debate? Yeah, I, look, I think, um, you know, Carbon Black and the FBI agree that, uh, you know, we should be doing better in preparation so that we don't have to pay the ransom. Uh, uh, but the, the reality of the situation is that um, paying the ransom is likely the best business decision in a lot of cases where you are unprepared. Um, one, of the, one of the biggest things that I, I find when I go to and speak to customers, though, who have paid the ransom, it, it's, it's interesting to me that they believe that that's the end of the story. I've paid the ransom. They're going to go away. The reality is, is that they access your network in a way that you didn't uh, want them to. And they took a particular action, which was encrypt your data files. Um, and as a result, you paid them. But that doesn't mean that they're not still there and won't re-encrypt your files again and again and again and again. And it's surprising to me that as I go around and I speak to victims that that part of it uh, hasn't really come through. They kind of feel like once I pay the ransom, they're going to go away uh, and never come back. And the reality is, is that uh, the same way that they got in in the first place, they'll likely come back. Um, and there's many threat actor groups out here deploying ransomware. So even if you get uh, ransomed by one, that doesn't mean that all of them are going to stop attacking you. So again, when you pay the ransom, I, my, my advice to, to those victims is to, is to reconsider your security design, reconsider how is it that the attacker got in in the first place and what can we do to mitigate that risk going forward. Otherwise, we're going to spend uh, a lot of money 
uh, paying ransoms over and over and over again. Excellent advice. Thank you very much for joining us, Michael. Uh, thanks, Jeremy. I really appreciate it. I've been speaking with Michael Viscuso, CTO of Carbon Black, about ransomware. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Jeremy Kirk.